0: episode 249 for September 2013. And in case you're wondering the name of that tune, it's uh, called Spider-Man's Theme and it's from the live action Spider-Man show in the 1970s. Can you tell? It's got a little disco influence. Let's start the show. Uh... All right, tackling news now. We've uh, we're losing two spider satellites, Kevin. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, three if you count that Morbius still has one more issue, so that one's Oh, possible. hell yeah.
0: Uh, in the last month, we've learned that uh, the Venom ongoing it has been canceled at issue number 42. Cullen Bunn wrote that. We also, this one hurt. This one really hurt. Scarlet Spider canceled at issue 25. Take that,
2: Joyner.
0: Your... Man, <laughs> <laughs> holy... Damn. <laughs> That was I. I was just was so sad to hear about that. And and Chris, uh, you're tackling Venom, and and uh, Don, you two are leading the conversation on this one. So let's. What do you think of these two All right. books?
3: Well, I mean, full disclosure, I stopped reading Venom like around issue thirty. Uh, right. So, you know what? Like I, I read, um, um, like the and, and reviewed for the site and enjoyed Rick Remender's run on Venom. And then it just... I mean, Cullen Bunn seems like a nice guy. He gave a nice he gave a nice interview to the Crawl Space, but it wasn't what I was looking for in um, yeah. a comic book. Uh, and I'll leave it at that. So I, I uh, left that series behind, and it looks like the world is leaving it behind now. And, um, you know, I, I think... I kind of wish that it got a little bit more of a chance under a different writer, maybe. Uh, I think The fl- Flash is Venom... Is a, um, it's an interesting concept. I thought it had potential, and I thought all the, um, demon stuff took it a little bit too far away from what would have been interesting about exploring Flash's Venom. Um, so, you know, I, I, I wouldn't, I'm not exactly sad to see this particular run ending, but, uh, you know, I hope, I hope Flash saves his Venom for a little while longer, would, but the, would, uh, solicitation you give, for the superior- Oh, go ahead.
0: Sorry, I thought you didn't.
3: <laughs> what go, what uh, would you the, give? The, uh, sup- I w- go ahead. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna talk for real now. Um, the the uh, solicitations for Superior Spider-Man in December say like are something to the effect of "Are you ready for the Superior Venom" or something like that. So oh, maybe no. there is a uh, gonna be a new person that's gonna be Venom.
1: That's what
0: I was actually alluding to. Would you pick up a Superior Venom book with a different writer?
3: Who's superior, Venom?
0: I mean, just just, let's say it's Flash. Let's say it's Flash. Superior Venom with a new. I mean, it
3: depends. Probably, I'd give it a chance. I think Flash's Venom is interesting. I I liked Rick Remender's run. Um, Get rid of the demon. Get rid of that entire aspect of the story. Um, Take him back. Take him back to New York so he can interact with you know the people who are close to Flash and that put us back in that world and i would be very interested in it
0: and don scarlet spider you upset about this one no but
4: um
2: the thing about (laughs) well i mean i i i've not read scarlet spider in a long time just because like i don't know it it kind of just fell behind me but it has nothing to do with the quality or whatever it was a solid book and it's one of those things that i like the mythology of spider-man where his characters have you know ongoing like you know uh, adventures like Kane. So, like, the idea of Scarlet Spider, I am going to miss. And I think that, like, this current time, during this whole... Okay, Ock Spider-Man, we, we have Miles Morales as Ultimate Spider-Man, we have uh, Flash as Venom, Kane as Scarlet Spider. I, in terms of an era, I, I got I actually really enjoy this era for Spider-Man, and because, you know, the Rick recommender uh, Venom room was highly applauded, uh, and Scarlet Spider's been solid, according to a lot of reviews, like, I, I kind of miss this really positive flow of you know perennial spider-man satellite titles so on principle it, it's a shame it's also it's also one of those things i know we've mentioned before like in terms of page count or uh issue count how long was it would, would could would this could have lasted um so it's like it, if it ends now is this a good place to end it are we really cutting the legs off of really uh promising potential future um i mean i'm not broken hearted about it but it's kind of a shame so i, I guess i'm of two minds
3: yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I picking up on that. I, I have a strong doubt that they're going to satisfactorily pay off the slow-building Scarlet Spider plot involving Aztec gods coming to Earth and Aztec hell rising in the four issues we have left. Especially uh, since at least some of those issues are going to be about fighting Craven. So it is a, mm-hmm. it, it is disappointing that this is getting cut a lot um, more short than it should be.
0: Uh, Kev you you've been picking up both of these books and uh <laughs> you, as we've been discussing it and I want to
1: hear your two cents my man. <laughs> uh thank you. Um Venom is oddly sad for me because they've they've canceled it just when I'm starting to enjoy it again. Yeah, yeah. Um at which, I, I don't know, that's that's probably unfair of me to say because the only reason I started picking it up again was because it was cancelled, uh, as I talked about in our last podcast. But honestly, the last four issues I've read have been uh, much better than what Cullen Bunn have been putting out, I think. Um, I'm enjoying the new Mania character, even though it didn't sound like a good idea to begin with, but I'm actually enjoying what they're doing with it. Um, the only thing that detracts is now that we're on this last uh, arc, they've brought back Uh, Hellstorm and the devil stuff which is a terrible idea but either way the point is Cullen Bunn has has to me started to show that maybe once he needed to hit his stride uh, he actually can put out a Venom book that I would be interested in so it's a little sad that they're canceling it now
0: um he had a he had an interview about that he if he had hindsight to it he would have planned like 10 issue storylines he had a 30 issue plot hmm I mean, that, I guess he should have <laughs> not shot
1: so high or yeah, had that that's much... that's very f- ambitious these days. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. It's, it's very ambitious for anybody that's not named, like, Bendis or Miller, where you can stay on a title as long as you damn well please. Um, right. But, you know, it's, it's interesting. On the flip side of the coin, Scarlet Spider has been one of my favorite titles uh, yep. since it started. Um, interestingly, though, this one I see being canceled as I've been seeing the quality slide. So I'm not as sad about it as I would have been a few months ago because I don't entirely disagree with it. Um, And I do feel like part of it might have to do with, and I'm getting this from absolutely nowhere except my own speculation, Um, but it might be partly to do with Yost being busy in other places because he's noticeably needed a co-writer for the past few months. And and that's a brand new thing. And um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't blame Marvel for either of these, for the record, because they're low-selling titles. Marvel's a business; this is how it goes. Um, but I do think it's interesting. I've been saying that you know these are the only books in the Spider-Man world without "Superior" in the title, and now they are all cancelled. And we've already had a tease about a Superior Venom. So part of me wonders if we're looking at at least some of these books being relaunched with a new adjective.
5: And not, and not even to... a different team, like sometimes. Yeah, but not like, necessarily. Like with, with, like with Avenging Spider-Man, which was basically um, now superior team up. Yeah, yeah I, let's I, open, it, open it up. Um, I, I like Chris, and uh, I think Kevin said the same thing. I liked the beginning of Venom, when it it, it had a very different concept, and that you know then from what it had now, because it was Flash was working for the army. He was on these missions. And, like, the army had this kill switch, you know, if something ever went wrong. And he wasn't supposed to, like, you know, fully vent him out. And he would without the army knowing, coincidentally, in, like, the first five issues. He'd always, like, you know, do something that he wasn't supposed to when the surveillance was cut off. And he was only supposed to have it for, like, 25 missions. So there was, like, this whole countdown aspect to the book. And after Hashtag, it kind of, um... It changed directions. But I really like the Remender run, and uh, I... I've still been reading it, but I just haven't been enjoying it that much, and I feel bad because I like Bun And the character of Mania, it feels like something that, like, would be suggested by a TV executive if they were in, like, a pitch room, like, how, <laughs> how about to raise the sales for this title? We give Venom a teenage girl sidekick, but she's got attitude. You know, she's gone. Yeah. But she has all of his powers, and they're going to team up together. And it, it, it really That's feels tr- like... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she needs more Rasta uh, <laughs> and cowbell. Uh. Yeah, it really feels like it was that. And I mean, we—I think Chris pointed uh, pointed out on Facebook that that Wolverine and the X Men might have a higher issue count number than Venom, but with Actually, every single uh, Spider book, Wolverine and the X Men's up to like
3: 35, but Astonishing X Men's in the 60s. I just noticed But Astonishing
1: X Men's
2: cancelled. <laughs> oh, it is?
3: Yeah. Okay. So, so, so Venom actually might be the
5: longest running Marvel they title. They are
2: shotgunning these comic book series, aren't well, they? So, so are there any they... Marvel titles
5: in publication now that were being published before 2012? Is there a <laughs> book older than 2012?
1: Right? I don't we're, we're kind of. I get you're right about the trend, but. It's a wrong insult to throw out, because I don't think you can put it on Marvel. I think you have to put it on the audience, because Venom's not sold well. X-Factor wasn't selling well. Astonishing X-Men sold pretty damn badly, to my knowledge, for the past couple of years. So why? They, why yes, they're canceling up- high numbers, but they're canceling titles that aren't
5: selling. But there's no what? title that's been out before 2012, I mean, and, and, and maybe I'm wrong
2: on that.
0: That hasn't been re They've
2: also like, lost a bunch. Like, Ke-
0: Kevin, why is the audience like that? why do we why do we lose our attention well and part
1: of it uh, you know now that i'm now that I'm thinking about it a little bit deeper, it actually you can put it back on the companies because it's actually the culture of the companies that <laughs> created. um because they've um. Uh, They've gotten us to a point where we have these low numbers, these uh, jumping on points all the time. I mean, you know, we just had Marvel Now, now we're about to have all new Marvel Now. So the slits tell me that Avengers 24 now equals Avengers 1 all new now. And it's redonk is what it is. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I think part of it is just the fact that there's so much out there that people can just jump onto and say, oh, well, this is only on issue 10, so I can jump into that pretty easily and get a couple of back issues that when you see issue 65 issue you know 40 issue uh even you know 247 of x-factor you're less likely to look at that but also these are books that haven't had high profile creators committed to them and i think part of that is because they're committing all those people to brand new launches because they want you to pick up the brand new launches
2: I was to say I said this earlier uh, when I was talking to Josh, when we you know went out to the movies. That like Rick Remender started off on Venom, and I didn't hear anything about it. But like Scott Snyder, he kind of rose up to the ranks, and now he's on these uh, Avengers titles, and he he's, he's he's really earned a lot of stroke at Marvel as Hick- being a writer. Hick
3: Hickman Scott Hickman. Snyder yes.
2: is the is the DC uh, writer. Batman. Yeah.
0: Wrong podcast. No, no. I, I mean, like I, I said, Remender. he was comparing he said, his rise
5: to Rick fame Roman. like like Scott Snyder's rise to fame. Oh, okay. Well, I think I heard him say that
3: Scott Snyder was on Avengers, so... Right. I didn't all mean all Any
1: that. Avengers, which is correct.
5: Oh, okay. Uh, okay.
3: Edit that out. All
1: right, just back me up, Don. <laughs> he's, he's
3: not
5: going to edit it. Oh, it's this. fine.
3: I, I got confused, my bad.
5: I, I did, too. I just misinterpreted it to, like, try and make <laughs> what, it fit
2: into <laughs> continuity. <laughs> what, what, what Donovan was trying to say. Is it, like, Rick Remender started off on Venom, and then, like, since he left Venom, he, I got the impression that he's become a really big... Talent at Marvel, you know, even though I don't read his books. And um, yeah. while Cullen Bunn's not done so as well, Chris Jones has done. Chris Jost has had similar success, and now I know he works on some of the uh, animated properties.
1: He's also you know. been on Thor: The Dark World.
2: Oh, really? They,
5: they joked at San Diego know. that they were going to change the name of every single title in the Spider line to Superior Something. So.
2: That may they also be a good example. <laughs> you
0: yeah, say joke. Wait, is there a plan? here? here this is the last what-if I'm going to do for this this uh, subject. Is there a plan f- to have Flash Venom, uh, Kane, 2099, take down Ock?
1: in no. Miles Morales, and I hope so.
0: And a Miles yeah. Morales, very good. I, there's a lot of spider people on the move, changing, in, in, and there's a lot of spider uh, satellites, if you will. Is this well,
2: the I most round of like, uh, characters we've had at one time?
1: I haven't read the interview, but somebody told me that uh, I think Wacker said that there's further plans for Kane. Is that anybody heard anything Good. about that?
2: Good. He may have said that. Well, they say that all the so. time.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, there may be something. Could there be a Spider Men?
5: team book see i would read a flash and kane book because i think that the two of those characters and like a buddy cop you know like team up type book would be kind of fun as long as they weren't fighting carnage
0: but or be- in
1: the freaking microverse keep it out of the goddamn oh God. microverse
0: kane miles morales venom flash and 2099 are the spider-man is that possible
2: I think that's too many people. No, I actually think, that, I would disagree. I think that's highly possible. The question is, yeah. is it going to be a miniseries or an ongoing, or if they're going to try it at all.
5: Yeah, I think it's, uh,
1: to me, like two of them together, like Josh is saying, sounds more appealing. I think when you throw that whole group of four together, there's not enough that you can play off of with those particular four characters, besides the fact that they're all Spider-themed.
5: Yeah,
1: Spider-Men. Uh, what does Siri think?
5: <laughs> I'm sorry, I do not understand that question. Exactly, Siri. All right, you bitch.
0: Uh... Uh, I'll,
5: I'll miss Scarlet Spider too because yeah. I, I I was enjoying that series. I was very hot and cold with it, but when I when it was hot, it was it was hot, and it it had a solid supporting cast. And
0: what 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 title
5: again? I missed it. I was. Scarlet I Carter. think
0: I think that Scarlet.
5: Scarlet, yeah, yeah. Scarlet I think Scarlet became somewhat, not redundant, but, like, the appeal of Scarlet in its early issues was, like, this was the Spider-Man with attitude. This was the Spider-Man that was morally gray. Well, now that's what Superior Spider-Man is. Right. All right, let's move on to another
0: topic. Josh, you've got this one, uh... Mr. Slot is allegedly writing a new title. In an interview with the uh, Newsarama, Christos Gage al- alluded to that. And he also alluded about the uh, the new Darkest Hour. Tell me a bit about this.
5: Um, see, I don't think that Slot's actually writing a new title. It, from what I looked at that interview, and let me see if I can find the exact quote. I think Slot is just. Doing like a guest issue on another title. Uh, Dan's writing three books a month now: two issues of *Superior* and one issue of a secret yet to be revealed title. Oh, okay, yeah. See, it depends on how you read one issue. That well, could said be three one a issue month, a month, not three in one yeah. month. Yeah, so let me take back what I just said and be like, "Holy gosh, Swat is writing a third title." Right. Um, <laughs> that's um. I hope they know what they're doing because Slot is someone who has been notorious for having problems with uh
0: It's pro- probably not going to be a twice a month the like Alex s-
5: Superior I imagine. Right, but that's still 3 issues a month and Slot has had troubles yeah. with, you know, um, you know, two? doing 2 a month and I mean, I, I I, I have to be careful with how I phrase things here because I don't want crawlspace to become the moral watchdog podcast where we're saying, you know, like shame on you for not being productive because I, I feel like we don't have the right to do that. But it's <laughs> it's one of those things that uh makes me cautious.
0: Um, Any guesses on what the book would be? I'll, I have I'll, I have a guess. I'll, I'll, I'll take one.
5: Guesses. I'll take one.
0: Okay, um, hit
3: it. At WonderCon, uh I read a story that um slots laptop like, had some kind of error, and it projected his notes onto the, like, a projector screen, and it was notes for a Silver Surfer run. So, that's what that this could be.
2: Oh, what? yeah. Is, is, is he is doing this again? Miguel
5: yeah, like, speaker. when he's like, whoops, I accidentally sent out a tweet! Ooh. Yeah. No. I <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> it, if that were... Well, why would he?
4: Yeah, I don't know. His computer had a virus at WonderCon that like randomly
5: <laughs> makes images.
4: My, my it first didn't show guess. Porn. Yeah. My first <laughs> guess
0: is a 2099 book because we're all going to be disappointed if it's not Peter David. But uh, my
5: second guess. Your first is guess is that Marvel's going to disappoint us. Exactly, <laughs> I'm generally right. Uh,
0: <laughs> my first guess is a, a 2099 book. My second guess. Is a Moon Knight book. He's he's said in several interviews that he would love to write Moon
2: Knight. I think, I think 299 is a pretty likely because this might this story might be a backdoor pilot for that.
1: Here's yeah. a completely different theory. Slot is actually the one that came up with Flash Venom to begin with. What if Slot is writing Superior Venom?
2: Uh, I could be down for that if it's if the it's Betty nice. it's a shot hijinks. We can guarantee that. Guarantee that. And it leads,
0: leads into that uh, that uh, Venom uh, storyline, the Darkest Hour.
2: Yeah,
5: um, I
0: guess. Time, yeah.
5: Did you want me to talk about the rest of that interview too? Because like, you, you put that in the admin thread. I wasn't sure, sure if sure. you just wanted me to bring that up.
0: Sure, you can talk about the darkest hour if you want.
5: Yeah, because it looks dark like dark. there's there's a question over if the symbiote remembers who Peter is. Cause, right, right, right. Uh, I, I mentioned this on the other on another podcast, I think, where like the symbiote actually forgot who Peter was. Like before the psychic mind block, there was like this late '90s story. Um, the Venom agenda or something like that. Um, like The Venom forgot who Peter Parker slash Spider-Man was, but then like there was a Howard Mackey issue where like the symbiote goes to see Peter Parker and it was a continuity error, but like, I, when it was Eddie Brock Venom, it would not remember that Peter was Spider-Man. But I guess the Venom symbiote relearned that information in, um, Marvel Knights and Civil War. So, there's been kind of a weird history over, like, the Venom symbiote's knowledge of who Spider Man is. Uh, Josh,
1: I've, I've legitimately never heard that. Do you remember what, uh, like, what the method was? How he forgot that Peter was, uh, Spider Man?
5: Drugs. Drug. <laughs> a, hell of a drug. drug ke- cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Walter White cooked him a blue batch. Man. It was like, it, it, it was right before the reboot. Um, I remember that, and I
1: remember oh, so that was yeah. No, 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 right before
2: the reboot. Was, right before the reboot
5: sucked.
1: A little bit before the reboot was good. Is that, the, is that the story where he, where
2: he ate the Carnage symbiote?
5: No, that was afterwards. Cause like, yeah, at one point Spider-Man attacks Venom, and he's like, "Ah, oh, we can't remember who you are anymore." I don't like um,
0: that. Good, gosh, good grief!
5: That's weird. Um, but there, there's a point that like uh, that. Ock will not be able to remember Flash Thompson because he doesn't have access to Parker memories, and he never accessed to Flash Thompson memory. And Flash that was on Twitter. It. Flash was. A, you need a. You need a, fl- a flow chart for this shit. Oh
1: my gosh!
4: <laughs> Slot, yeah, was
5: on, Slot was on. Slot was on Twitter a few months ago asking oh, readers no. if um. There was any interaction between Flash Thompson and Doctor Octopus with his in history, and like in, in my continuity brain, I, I was trying to think of like a direct interaction. Like, there's been scenes where like Flash Thompson will go to Doctor Octopus's trial or something, but like, why the hell would you do that? <laughs> well, no, it was in it was in Untold Tales of Spider Man. Um, like,
2: yeah, I, 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 I remember that. But like, what he Peter what, took the gang there. What, in, what entertainment is, is Flash Thompson going to get from like a criminal's trial? I guess it could be fun.
0: What are you doing this weekend? What are you doing this afternoon? I'm going to Doc Ox trial. <laughs> with
5: some popcorn. Oh my goodness. Um, That's weird. I think he wanted to keep an eye on Liz because Liz was going with Peter and Betty was there too, so it was like some weird double date. Oh, there. Uh, yeah, that, that, that sounds actually perfect. <laughs> Well cuz I remember like the opening line is like Liz giving exposition while they're at the trial already. Wasn't it nice of P.D. to get us into this trial while they're already <laughs> there. And in flash saying the trial was open to the public. I could have yeah, gone. That's a that swing
1: the single that I always missed.
5: Um but anyway, like that no one was a um I guess there was no instance found because they're talking about in this interview that flash and Dr. Octopus has no memory of Flash, so he's going to have to fake knowing Flash, or his secret's going to be exposed. And does anyone remember a Flash Thompson, Dr. Octopus story? Because I couldn't even think of one. I, I tried. I can't, I
2: can't even think of one in the media. I can't a,
5: think
2: of one at all. I, 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 I'm, I'm going through as many databases. I've not read every Dr. Octopus. Accessing
5: Bertoni memories.
2: I, I can't. Like how, how many times has Dr. Octopus interacted with his supporting cast besides i May?
5: I mean, he's, yeah, he can that Mary Jane in the latter Conway run.
4: Um, and he can that Marlon Madison.
0: What? Here, JR, are you, are you pissed that Venom and Scarlet Spider are canceled?
4: Not in the slightest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How come? How come you just don't give a crap? I mean, what? I don't care.
4: <laughs> I know. I wasn't, bi- bi- I wasn't buying them, them and uh, I, uh, you know, I wasn't buying them, wasn't getting them, and uh, uh, so it's uh, no skin off my. Back, would, nose, or whatever part of my body.
0: Would you pick up a Venom Flash book written by Slot, or would, uh, would you pick up a Spider-Man 2099 book by Peter David? Neither one. Seriously, no, what what Spider-Satellite what spider book would you pick up? What would it have to involve? Norman? I, well,
4: I mean, I... I uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm running at i I'm you know kind of running at bare bones here with my uh, my comics book budget and uh, I probably wouldn't buy unless it was an in a continuity uh, lead title Spider Man book I probably wouldn't buy it. Yeah, I hear you.
0: All right, let's move on.
4: Sjr, if there's a Flash
5: Doc Ock story, he could search. Oh yeah, yes.
0: We are wanting to know if there's a Flash Doc Ock story. In the history of 50 not, years.
1: Not a whole story, but just any time that those two have actually they, directly interacted.
5: Yeah. Holy
0: cow. Tony can't
5: think of one, I can't think of one. Slaw no, couldn't I think of one, and he put it out on Twitter. It's up to you. No like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no pressure.
4: <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just like Leia said, I'm on the only hope. uh. <laughs> no I, you know, no can't can't think of anything because usually there's always a one of Spidey's villains splashes mouthed off to uh which like in spider history it's it's tombstone this time yeah. uh but uh but no no i can't I can't think of it so okay. virgin territory
0: there you go uh tell me about about this man that sold paid for a wedding. Well, the Spider-Man comic. Tell me a bit about the
4: Oh, I don't know him. You know? Do you know him?
0: Uh, no. I, I know he's broke,
4: <laughs> and his daughter wants a seven thousand dollar wedding. Well, seventy nine hundred dollar catering bill, from what I read on uh, another story. Yeah, um, yeah. This is, It's funny though, because this is like Cleveland Heights. I mean, this is almost my neighborhood here.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, you know, and um, now this. Basically, I guess this is this is some old dude or whatever who you know has 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 forgotten that, let's see, his, his daughter, he's 69, his daughter was born in 1981, so that makes her 30-something years old. You know, somehow he forgot that it's now the 21st century and he's not entitled to have to, you know, pay for everything for her anymore. And if she wants a big, elaborate-ass wedding, she can go out and get herself a fucking job and go, I mean, a freaking job and and, and pay for it. But, uh, <laughs> so when Rachel gets married, you'll be selling your comic book collection, right? Oh, oh, jeez. When Rachel gets when Rachel gets married, it'll be send me an invitation, honey. If I'm not busy, I might show. I'm
0: uh, oh. recording the podcast, honey. I can't come to the wedding or walk you down the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
4: I guess I guess she must have come to him sometime and said, you know, gee, Daddy, I uh, you're old. You're almost seventy years old. You're totally bald. You know, you're probably you're retired, uh, but. you You know what? I'm still going to hit you up for several thousand dollars anyway. Uh, (laughs) So, Uh. you know... So, he, uh, as basically this story, uh, and, and actually several outlets, I guess, have covered this. Uh, the, it's all
0: over, JR. It's uh, all over.
4: So this one in particular is one that's actually in the Cleveland Plain Dealer. Uh, but it just says that, you know, he wanted to pay for it. You know, he needed the money, and he remembered an old box of comics he had stored away. And, and then, of course, the, the guy who's writing this, Mike San Giancomo, is actually a frustrated comic book writer himself. Um, in fact, I'm trying to think of, um, God, what company was it? It was Marvel, I think. Where, um, they, um, they, tr- when they tried to revive Epic years ago. Uh, and uh, I think it was Jimis' idea and it didn't get off the ground And but this is one guy who found another company to publish his stuff anyway I'm I'm really red going off the ranch anyway this guy retired electronics technician found the box blew off the dust and carefully opened it the first book he saw was a well preserved copy of Amazing Spider-Man number no. one which he had bought yeah. at a long forgotten drugstore in Columbus Ohio when it came out in March 1963 for a whopping 12 cents so anyway I I guess he wound up listing this, and it sold for seventy nine hundred bucks. Uh, even though it came out on, on a, on a, it was graded as a six point five on a scale of ten. You know, yeah. oh, and then it says, "Well, a perfect copy would have, would sell for three or four more times that." Yeah, right. Fifty years old. You know, it's like how many of these things? I don't know. It's like. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like the fact the guy's got even a, a decent copy of a 50-year-old com- famous comic book. And then they say, yeah. well, a perfect copy would have sold for three or more times that. You know, it's like, well, yeah, you know, and, and if I'd married a perfect woman, I wouldn't have had any of these problems that I've been having, you now, but I guess well, <laughs> that didn't happen to me either, you know. Uh, yeah. But, uh, so, I mean, no, so, I, you know, so he, uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know. And and why not? I mean, when you think about the guy's almost seventy. I mean, you know, what yeah. what the hell are you going to do with your collection when you're sixty nine years old or whatever? You know, I don't I don't
0: know what are, you you've said this in past podcasts. You you are considering as you get older, what the hell am I going to do with all this?
4: Well, I I know definitely the collectibles. Uh, yeah, I, I want to liquidate except for a, a special yeah. few. Uh, there always is a possibility Spencer may want the comic books. Uh, he has, he's actually, he actually has mentioned that before. Cause every once in a while, the family gets together, you know, kind of like Buzzard circling the grave of a, you know, a, of a, you know, <laughs> a uh, uh what do you want, boy?
0: What do you want, boy? you want the comics? <laughs>
3: you know.
4: <laughs> you no, know, I mean, I recently passed 50 years old, so, you know, now, I mean, it's like they, they really started plotting my uh, eventual demise oh. even sooner or uh, what they're going to do when it happens. Um, but, well,
0: happy 50th, Jr. Huh? When when did you, when's your birthday? Well, happy fiftieth I didn't I didn't realize you just
4: did fifty years old. Yeah, but it's because I didn't tell anybody. Uh, well, no, you, you just did. I'm I <laughs> I still younger than my parents. I didn't, tell, I didn't tell anybody when it happened. Uh, five no. years ago. It, it happened twenty years ago, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> but it but it, yeah. but anyway, no, this is it, you know this is I mean yeah what, what what are you gonna do? You can't bury him, you know. You can't uh, you can't you get
0: be. This 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 could be called a reverse collection as opposed to a reverse mortgage. This what? <laughs> where you sell your <laughs> comics and you get money for them, kind of like the reverse mortgage works. You know, you've seen uh, Henry Winkler pitching this.
2: Oh, yeah, tell the channel
0: when it <laughs> Yeah, I have.
5: Hi. <laughs> ha. uh, you may know me as comics. the Fonz, but I'm here to you talk to you know about as something the very, very
2: <laughs> important.
0: I'm selling, I'm selling my comics. Yeah, reverse comicing.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: there you go. Let's go into that business.
2: Is I one where with our
5: comics? <laughs> Challenge accepted.
0: Uh, I think we're jumping the shark. Uh, well, let's just... open up to the panel. Any thoughts on the man selling the spy- amazing number one for a wedding for seven grand? If that for... marriage
5: lasts six months, then he's going to be pissed if, they get, if they're divorced. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, how pissed are you going to be? That'd be bad if the wedding, they ended up
1: in divorce. I wouldn't do it.
0: You would not sell your comic to pay for your daughter's wedding, Don.
1: No, Man, he phrased that, <laughs> that kind of uh, kind of confrontationally, didn't he? I know, back off, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brad, I don't like like, kids, so man. you're a horrible human being and a terrible father, Don. Comment? <laughs>
0: Would you, Brad? If I did not have the money to pay for a wedding, yes, I guess I would, because a daughter is more important than 22 pages of paper.
2: Ooh. Well, I have more than 22 pages of paper as I look around my room. The paper of my daughter's wedding, I would, I would, I would probably. I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure. Well, I'll tell you what. First of all, pay for her college education.
4: Then see how you feel about paying for a wedding. You know, I
0: think seven grand is rough for a wedding, too. Oh, well,
4: this isn't just the wedding. I mean, this was, uh, from what I understand from seeing another story, this was just part of the catering bill. Well, you're, paying, you're paying for food? Yeah, you're ba- basically you're paying for a bunch of b- you're paying, for paying for a, a bunch oh, of okay. greedy uh, pigs to come and uh, you know, <laughs> and <he'd> you know <laughs> people 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 swamp. who would you know people who wouldn't come and you know spit on your grave if you were dying or whatever you know you <laughs> offer the them hell? free food and free booze and they'll come up you know I mean that's usually what happens at a wedding reception.
0: Good God, you're the most. <laughs> Don't worry,
4: we'll give her a nice honeymoon.
0: <laughs> love it, I love it, I absolutely love it. <laughs>
4: You know, you you can say, you know, you can, you can be, you know, totally surprised and shocked at the anger, anger of this bitter old man. You know, when your little girl is only three years old and still saying cute little things, you know, and calling you daddy and things of that nature, you know, it's, you know, when she gets to be almost twenty and starts calling you old man and then things of that nature, then uh, and starts liking, uh, starts liking boys, you know, then we'll see how you feel. I just, you, just I just love
0: that you called all the guests at a wedding pigs. I just love that.
4: I mean, come on, I mean, well, I mean, come on, why? Do you? I mean, Ira, do you see any? I mean, all these people who are going to come to a wedding reception. How many times do you see these people? I mean, there are going to be people show up that nobody even knows. I mean, like when I got married, when I went on my wedding reception or whatever, there was this guy in this ugly sports coat who kept who kept poning up to the bar, and after everybody you know compared notes, they realized no. No one knew who this guy was. You know, he yeah. just—he saw a <laughs> <laughs> wedding crashers. Exactly. Yeah,
0: they wedding crashed the
4: wedding. Man, this will happen to you. Yeah.
0: All right. Jr. has
4: no decency. He called me cheap.
0: I, I will kick. I will kick the pig out, as you say, Jr. <laughs> I, I cashed in ASM one and three and fourteen for this. <laughs> Alright, uh let's talk about uh the tell all book done, about the musical. Someone's cashing in on the Spider Man musical again.
2: Yeah, the 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 pain and misery that there, that was the the injured Spider Man who fell from I'm like go sort to of sleep <laughs> again, so let's wake me up later, okay? <laughs> <laughs> all, like all all the you know the hospital bills, you know, are kinda in this tell all book which makes Julie T. seem bad I suppose. Um I know nothing about this, so according to the article and yep. one of the show's co-authors, Glenn Berger, uh, who, quote, Julie Taymor phoned in the middle of the night before she was fired to accuse him of betraying her, which made me laugh. Um, basically, he, this guy is, like, basically saying like, all the crap that went wrong with, with the Spider-Man musical, which I've not heard of any controversy in a long time. Like, when J.R. saw it, I, I think by that point they got their crap together. But um, I suppose, yeah, supposedly, like, I heard that the story had problems. I heard that, like, you know, obviously – People started dying. Uh, I heard that uh, you know this and that, so, and basically this. This book is like you know, would you like to know about the pain or misery that these people suffered? Well, buy my book, give me money, and read it. So um, that's that's essentially it. I mean, I, I do I have any interest in reading this? I suppose vaguely. I mean, I've not seen the show, so yeah. I guess I guess like you know, I might not as, if I unless I would see this show. So as of now, not really. But uh, I'm not sure. Some people might.
0: I think the only one on the panel since Jr. Right.
2: Oh, the the musical?
0: The musical, yeah, that's it. Yeah,
4: yeah. Well, I mean, I'm the only person. Yeah, in, except for well, Stella saw the first well, she, version. She's of not it. on the line. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I know, but I mean, but but you know, I didn't see the version that she saw. So you know, I the right. probably the uh, the version that's going to be talked about the most in this book. I mean, I I haven't seen that one. Uh, but you know, gee, what a surprise! A book about people in the entertainment industry being a bunch of liars, backstabbers, and cheaters. <laughs> Who would have thought? Next, they'll be coming out about with a book about politicians being lying and corrupt, and I'll be damned.
0: Anybody interested? This is one of the rare Spider-Man books I will not be picking up.
2: My, again, my brother saw the version that Stella saw, and, like, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if he'll read this, but, I mean, this is probably around the one that he was familiar with. There'll be a higher body count than Superior Spider-Man. <laughs>
5: Somehow. True.
0: All right, uh, movie news. Uh, Chris Cooper was recently interviewed, and I don't know if you saw this video I put on the front page, but this guy is uh, probably w- it did something that I would do in interviewing Chris Cooper. He's like, see, I've got the Spider-Man phone case. I'm a big fan. Here comes a Spider-Man question.
2: And he spit on his face.
0: And then he spit, did he? No, no I'm kidding.
2: <laughs>
0: anyway, he's like, pay for my wedding. Uh, <laughs> Jr., you've got this one. Uh, I Cooper do. Talks of, oh. Yeah, you've got this one talking about Chris Cooper and uh, Norman's kind of sick in this one.
4: Well, you know that's the thing. I didn't. I didn't even bother to click on the video because I saw the the comment by this rather bitter person who said, "Well, that was a whole lot of nothing." And then, I, so I didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> so I that, so I didn't even bother to, to watch it. So
0: was that one of the front page commenters? They said a whole bunch of nothing. Oh, man. That was
5: Chris Cooper himself.
0: <laughs> I'm clicking I'm clicking on the front page in the comments. Oh
2: uh, I, I wanna hear Brad's reaction to this.
0: Okay, because I didn't read the comment. Let me. Uh, of course, my website's slow. Okay, I'll, hold on. Uh, let's see here wrote. <laughs> well,
2: okay, Do you have thoughts on it? Don Grant
0: Blarg.
2: <laughs> That's a whole lot of nothing. What are you, a pirate, Don?
0: <laughs> 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 Blarger, Basically,
2: bar- like he's like, he says, oh, so can you tell us about anything about Norman Osborn? And he's like, well, um, well, uh, well, Norman. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Mason Spider-Man. Norman. Um, yeah, he's on his last leg, and in the videos end.
0: Exactly. That that was it. It was a lot of build-up and no payoff, kind of like a lot of
5: girls we dated in high school. I know, uh, right? I mean, those, yeah. said that in the admin thread now. He's like, there's
2: nothing that happens in that video, Brad. We shouldn't cover it. Oh, I didn't say that. Come on, what are you talking about? If I thought i my car.
0: Larg! Uh, anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, we can also talk a bit about uh, Giamatti. Uh, talked about the spider villains, and there was that Sinister Six picture on the set with uh, the producer, I can't think of his name at the moment, and Bertone, you've got this one, what do you think about Giamatti, he's hinting, and so is Jamie Foxx for that matter, I just put up a video. Well,
5: Giamatti wasn't hinting, he was basically saying, I don't know, I mean, I've heard like, I guess people talk about it online, but he, he said that he legitimately doesn't know, so I think Giomonte knows as much about the Sinister Six as we do.
0: The Jamie Foxx video hinted that there's been discussion of it.
5: Yeah, he said, yeah, and he says, you know, because electricity never dies. <laughs> it's just, like, it just goes places. It never... <laughs> so there's going to be a sinister... He says that, like, he's heard someone talking... His train of thought was... A little loose. I don't know if it was the video editing or just he wasn't sure what he was talking about, but it was hard to make out what he was saying. And then I guess he was being interviewed with another guy, and I don't know Hollywood. Kevin might know these. You don't
0: know Magic Mike? That's that's, uh, Chanamomatatam. I've heard
5: heard the name.
0: He wants to be Gambit. And Kevin, give me the pronouncer. I'm saying Mr... The, the Paul's
1: name, it's, last name... It's Paul. Giamatti, not Giamonti. There's no N near the end.
5: Giamatti, Giamatti, yeah.
1: a.k.a. Rhino.
5: I mean, but I, I think that a lot of the... Sin, I, I don't think that there's any confirmation of the Sinister Six. I think that Jamie Fox said more... Is it is the X what is it, Jamie Foxx, or... <laughs> it's Jimmy. I think that Electro knows. It might have said a little more than Paul Giamatti, but P- Paul Giamatti basically said that like he doesn't know, and the guy's like, "Oh, come on, you know," and he's like, "No, I legitimately don't know." <laughs> but if you knew, what would your answer be? He's like, "I, I, I don't know, man." Like, that's what I got from the video.
0: B- bottom line, there's a lot of talk, and nobody's confirming anything. But d- do we want a Sinister Six movie? I do. I want to see that.
5: Uh, well, it's
1: done well. I mean, that's, that's really... Yeah. Any movie that's done well is what I want to see.
5: Exactly. Let's get this franchise off the ground, like, for... Because I'm actually... I think that six villains in a movie, that that is a lot to jam in there, and I think that something could get lost in the process, so... That that makes me really nervous, so... Well.
0: And it's interesting who would be in the Sinister Six. I, I think, for cinematic reasons, you need to have Norman. And going the ultimate route in that aspect. Uh, I think Norman and the Goblin needs to be probably the leader... And Ock, do we have an Ock? Do you think we're gonna devote another movie to Ock and put him in there? I don't think so.
5: Maybe they'll be brave well, enough to do it by that point. But like, I think that now, like in this no. early stage, they're still trying to avoid like Ramy things.
0: Exactly. It's it's a slippery slope. I mean, how much backstory does Craven need for a movie? I don't think much. <laughs> Is Craven even in it?
5: How would you develop these villains though? Like six six in oh, a movie, no. it's they. They would almost well, have to be would, background would, characters.
4: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm sorry. You wouldn't necessarily have to develop them in a in a movie. I mean, after all, if if you know Adrian Toomes is out, is in the background, yeah. uh, you know, if if the Rhino is in a couple of scenes. You know, and even if Electro's your primary villain, I mean, you've already had the lizard in part one. You're going to have Electro yeah. in part two. You're going to have, you know, two. briefly visiting the rhino and, and possibly the vulture in part three. We all, we've already probably Star. got a goblin. You know, you can spend three movies Five. building up to it, and then, you know, literally the end of movie three can be, you know, Sp- Spider-Man turned around, and there's six villains looking at him, and he goes, oh, shit, you know. Yeah. And then that's how you lead your fourth movie off. So, I don't know.
0: The uh Don't forget Black Cat. There there's uh that could be the sixth.
1: Well, or there's still the guy from uh Lizard's cell at the tease at the end of the first movie who could be Mysterio. <laughs> ah, yeah. We're moving on That's from one true. going to
2: another. Chris was saying something Yeah, I would just point
3: out that I think um I do see the point that like the more villains you have the less each one can be developed. Uh on the other the other side of the coin is that I think the X-Men movies all have several villains in them and uh you know some, yeah. some of them are good and uh I think as long as you have like at least one or two who are sort of the the front men and or women to uh have that character development from the villain side uh it could work.
0: I I agree with JR's point. How they're they're se- they're sprinkling them in, so they're not totally all. Oh, let's cram them into one movie. They're sprinkling them in through several of them, like the the vulture, etc. And Rhino. I can definitely see them doing that. Uh, we've got one more bit of movie news. Kevin or Don, you want this one? Who's who's got this one about Wolverine and Spider Man One?
2: Who who's had the most news topics up to this point? Ke-
0: Kevin hasn't had a news topic. Kevin, you want to do this one?
2: Uh, okay.
5: <laughs>
0: all right. <laughs> Tell me about uh, the Hugh Jackman interview, talking about he was almost in Raimi's Spider-Man 1. Yeah,
5: Yeah, apparently
2: um,
1: they they just had a little gag they were going to do. Sort of like if you've seen, uh, I'm not sure if it was deleted, it seems like a gag reel for X-Men 1. There's one where Spider-Man just runs in behind him and it's like, oh shit, wrong place. Um, So apparently they were going to basically do something like that with Wolverine and Spider-Man 1, and the complete bullcrap excuse for the reason it didn't happen was that they couldn't find the costume, Yeah, which to me just kind of says, guys, you have multiple Studios costume departments at your disposal, and there was an X-Men 2 later, which means there was going to be another suit, how could you not get a suit for this? (laughs) <laughs> that that is the silliest thing I ever heard, but yeah, that's just a, a you know silly piece of fun news. But it would have been amusing, certainly.
0: I wonder if they could even do that
2: legally. Yeah, that's one too. That was well, my I first mean, thought. He was
1: saying something about like they they had it worked out where they could do it. I mean, I'm sure it was just Fox and Sony saying, eh, okay, here's five bucks. Um, you know, put a couple zeros on that. But yeah, it, it sounds like from what I hear, it was just a, a tiny cameo, and they had already worked it out. Mm-hmm.
5: He wouldn't even need the Because those studios, remember, haircuts. weren't that
1: adversarial with it. Um, right now, things are getting really, really protective because of the Disney buying Marvel. So these studios don't want to let these uh, properties out of their clutches. But at that time, it wasn't so territorial and adversarial because there was no Marvels making their own movies. Everybody was just like, eh, we got our thing.
4: Yeah, and wasn't yeah. he in? Uh, didn't he have that very famous uh, two line uh, in uh, X Men Origins? He probably wasn't in the costume then, was he? <clears throat> uh,
1: no. Yeah. He was not.
4: Yeah. So yeah, this sound, this almost yeah, I, sounds like he, this he almost sounds like he caught sure. bullshit on it. Yeah, yeah it sounds very <laughs> weird
1: cause, yeah, you you give him the chops and a flannel shirt and put a cigar in his mouth, maybe, and he's walking by the back of the panel, and everybody sees Wolverine.
0: There was a long time rumor for Spider Man 2, and I've actually freezed the DVD and looked at it. That when Mary Jane is running through the, the park with the fountain and the wedding dress, where she just left uh, Mr. Jameson at the altar, uh, several people have said that it looks like the Punisher is in the park. <laughs> and and uh, it's Thomas, they say it looks exactly like Thomas Jane.
2: Is his family dying at that moment?
0: Uh, yeah, and then the family dies. But, no, if you freeze it, I, it, it looks like Thomas Jane. It really does. As and, and he's just walking. He's got a black coat on, I think. Was the
2: movie out by that uh, time?
0: Uh, oh, for... Uh, uh, it's in well, here,
2: I guess. Why would when they, they de- bring Thomas Punisher?
5: Jane in for a freeze frame gag?
0: <laughs> because I'm still talking about it ten years later.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's like... Yeah,
5: I know. met Thomas Jane, by the way. Um, he's Weird. Uh, He might have been on something (laughs) when I met him, but yeah, he was really weird.
0: Yeah. All right, we've got one last news topic, and uh, we're going to have Chris hit this one up. This Marvel Solicits came out, and guess what? Amazing Spider-Man's back. Tell me what's happening, Chris. Well,
3: uh, I think one or two months ago we talked about how um, David, the writer... David Morrell, who wrote the Rambo, First Blood novel, was writing a Spider-Man story that was going to run in a title called Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and all they they've done is decide to make that Amazing Spider-Man number 700.1 and number 700.2. We're also getting uh, point three, point four, and point five. Okay. Uh, point three and point four is a uh, are issues by Joe written by Joe Casey, Jen Matt. Van Meter and Clay Chapman and uh point five is by uh written by Brian Reed and um General Grievous. No, uh Kevin <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Why
4: <is> Kevin
0: uh <laughs> General Grievous. Kevin Grievous. <laughs> Kevin, Griev- Kevin Wow. Kevin
1: Grievous <laughs> Grievio is the closest I've ever come to pronunciation for that, I'm not sure.
2: My okay. god.
1: I like Ke- I
2: like Kevin <laughs> the other one. That's awesome. I'll never see a more Wretched Scam of Hive and Villainy. Yeah, so it's... (laughs) uh, I mean, (laughs) Amazing (laughs) Amazing Spider-Man
3: is coming back in a way by which we mean flashback stories and or out-of-continuity stories that they had lying around in their drawers that they needed to publish somewhere.
0: Exactly. This is so pulling them out of the bottom drawer. This is what... You remember, like, how
3: uh, maybe a year ago or something they had, like, old series like comeback for like a point one issue and there was like a yep. Tom DeFalco story and a Roger Stern story and yep. et cetera I think it's going to be probably stuff along those lines stuff that either should have been published like a year ago but they just Ooh. didn't fit it in or, or just stuff that's completely stuff, random
0: stuff they could have put into web spinners or amazing well, I didn't
1: read those recent point one issues you're talking about but didn't those all get reviewed pretty badly they were really bad I read and the, the Tom DeFalco part but it wasn't go ahead, very go good ahead. No, sorry, I,
3: I yeah, didn't mean to uh, talk over here. I was just saying
1: the one I read yeah, I was, just, was good. I was saying the problem for me with this is I mean, I, I like Peter Parker. I've got enough nostalgia as anybody, but you're releasing five $3.99 issues in one month. So you want 20 of my comic book dollars for yep. one single month for this stuff that is. It sounds like filler.
5: Hey, guess what, Kevin? You're going to cover it on Spider Satellite. (laughs) 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 You can go screw yourself, John. (laughs) Try it. not physically possible.
0: We're setting up a PayPal account for this month for Kevin's satellite titles.
5: <laughs> you can all go screw yourselves. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin's like walking home. He's like, oh, I'm so sad about all those books being canceled, but at least Spider Satellites, you know, will will slow down. I won't have to read so many books a month. And then like, there's like ten decimal issues.
0: Is <laughs> anyone besides myself picking him up? i
5: check him out.
0: Brad,
1: I, I yeah. have
3: this to say. There are. Go ahead. Five issues of Hawkeye that are go- better than all five of these issues that you should be buying instead.
1: There's one issue of Hawkeye probably better than all five <laughs> of these issues. You know, I actually looked in
0: the back issues of uh, Hawkeye, and um, I because I, I, I like to get them singles as opposed to the trades, and my god, is Hawkeye number one going for a lot a lot of money. Yeah, because it's really damn good. Whew. Man, nobody ordered that. Uh, JR, are you picking up point one, point two, point three, point four, point five?
4: <laughs> I don't see I I don't see any point in picking up any of them. Point. Uh, That's the point. Uh, <laughs> blarg.
0: Blarg. Don, are you getting them blarg? Uh,
2: not by legal means.
0: <laughs> oh, good
2: God. <clears throat> oh, and, by, and, by, and by that Marvel, I mean um, I might read them, you know, in the shop, but I don't think I'm going to uh, pay for them. But that, I don't mean I'm gonna steal them I might I might burn steal them but I might not stop talking man <laughs>
1: cuz you're not gonna edit it. Yeah. <laughs> it it
0: it is totally a cash grab and and these probably should be priced at 2.99 however they're 40 pages each so yeah but
3: the normal 20 page issues they call 32 because they count ads so like these aren't double sized issues these are maybe slightly longer
0: a couple more extra pages. And some more ads. Uh, and yeah. some more ads. It, it's sad, but you you got to admit, from a marketing standpoint, Amazing Spider-Man 700 point is going to sell more than Peter Parker's Spider-Man number one miniseries. Really yeah, it,
1: just, it, it really feels like it, – it's really bad will towards your readers to be like, man, I've got a lot of crap left in my drawer that I can't do anything with. How can I charge the most money for it?
2: That's the thing, and again, like, I, mean, I
1: know it's a business, but it, it's it's just it builds bad will to me as a fan.
2: Yeah, I'm legitimately excited to read a Peter Parker Spider Man story because I I love Peter Parker, but it's like I mean I, I don't have any insinuation that it won't be anything other than tossed off, you know, stories that like ultimately are not going to provide a bare minimum of entertainment. And they if, if they you're
1: that wants to read like some sort of non continuity or continuity light. Um, Peter Parker era stories. You're already buying Marvel Knights Spider-Man at the same time, and which is going to have an issue this month. So that's six issues at three ninety nine that you have to pick up.
0: Mm, Marvel Knights Spider-Man,
1: yeah. Which, if I'm you look also at, not the- picking up. If you want to do that for satellites, go right ahead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you look at the descriptions, uh, there's a blizzard crippling New York, Spider-Man must protect the city, and Aunt May's life is in danger, is the plot Holy of 7.1.2. <laughs> point point uh, the plot of point three and point four is... Um, who is the Black Lodge?
2: <laughs> and
0: it, how has Spider-Man been trapped there, surrounded by his deadliest foes? Oh, and then the Black Cat and Spider-Man team up to bust International Art Thief Ring in a cat and mouse story. <laughs> the mousey? The mousey. And also in point three and point <laughs> oh, four, I, I Spider-Man, Spider-Man a, a young boy must learn he can't rely on superheroes like Spider-Man to stand up against bullies. That's what that other story's about, okay? What? It's two issues? Yeah, two issues. Uh, You know what's probably, it could have been told in one, but they're probably halving it. Yeah, but that sounds like a half
1: an issue. That sounds like a backup.
0: I know. And if you look at the the point five, this one is described as, it's a Peter Parker, Johnny Storm team-up. They must stop an apocalyptic future by fighting the Fantastic 4
2: da da, Da-da-da-da. Then, right, and the
3: other... then a yeah. young child risks his life to save Spider-Man <laughs> in the emotional What Would Spider-Man Do?
0: WWSD. And the... By Kevin and then...
3: Lee Weeks is a good artist. And,
0: and General Grievous also is writing a uh, story about <laughs> a young child risks his life Oh, shit, you just read that. I thought you were just making that up. Uh, okay. I, I, I'm not back <laughs> Oh, my God, that's really them. the story. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they
5: have a story in their inventory that I thanked them to put out. That is
0: absolutely hysterical. <laughs> <laughs>
5: you thought I was joking, but.
0: Oh, I really did. It, I was like, oh, he's that going that off. Name.
5: Oh, uh, <laughs> Greg Weisman uh, wrote another Spider Man story that still hasn't been put out. Um.
0: Oh, Next yeah. month, I guess. Point, I guess. Well, I, I want to read that.
5: It's supposed to be a follow up to his uh, Flash Thompson story, which is probably like way out of continuity now since Flash became Venom. But like, maybe it can be a flashback. No pun intended.
1: Dude, that like, like out of continuity. The name Greg Wiseman would actually get me to pick up one of these point one issues. <laughs>
5: Oh, I really liked his other one, yeah, like, yeah. I, upon rereading and not just because he brought Shashan back, it could just be like, you know, Venom saying, hey, you know, teenage Venom with attitude, let me tell you a story, you know, where I learned a very important lesson that applies to something I need to tell you, and then just insert it, the Greg Wiseman story. You can call it clean, Venom Point Now slash question mark zero. Exclamation point
0: dot INF. Uh, the, the the creators that have me interested Lee Weeks, I'm a fan of JR, you've mentioned you like his de- Death and Destiny yep. That was very good yep. So he, you got good art on that Sean Chen is a good artist He did uh, Iron Man On the Heroes uh, Return arc He also did a nice uh, Sensational Spider-Man run the, the, the picture of all the villains in the gallery He did You see that a, ra- a lot online mm-hmm. I, I forget Ken's what that's yeah, it's very good um, Joe Casey I've never really liked After he's Followed Peter David On his Hulk run Of 12 years Poor bastard
1: uh,
0: <laughs> uh, Emma Rios Didn't she do the, uh, the the Norman Osborn Miniseries
4: Oh yes
0: Okay, that's JR's out on that one um, David Morrell, I liked Rambo Tim-
2: <laughs> Timothy Green Straight from, from his movie
0: Yeah Okay I thought he died. Plus, uh, Jansen. He wrote I, a
2: Spider-Man story before Kloss, he did. It was
5: in his montage of good deeds.
0: Plus, Jansen. I thought he was an, an
5: inker. He usually Even is. He's
2: an Sometimes a penciler.
0: Okay. Doesn't he ink uh, JRJR
2: stuff? JRJR, Kloss Janssen, uh, Jim Aparo and Yeah. Anyway, that that's the wrap-up on news.